What's up, fellow cyber goth ravers? It's Fred Edison, and it's another episode of the Ocean Man Games Club podcast. Also another episode of uh, Pebble in the Dryer. Getting more more clickety-clackety action. Had been feeling pretty good. Um, no real issues. Sim- seemed like everything was good to go from last episode, but <laughs> about two hours before I started recording this, doing stuff around the house, and my cough comes back. I think it's not actually a cough at this point. I think it's just like kind of a nervous tick. Because I keep feeling like I have a lot of uh, phlegm in my throat, but there isn't a lot there. So I, I, I instinctually cough, and that has caused my throat to be sore, and has caused like my my palate, like the little thing, you know, between your your throat and your your nasal cavities, or where your where your boogers like to get caught when you're swallowing them, incognito, and then you choke. That that spot that spot feels like it's just tired of my bullshit at this point. And um, anytime it feels anything, it's like, well, it's coffin time. So I don't actually, I'm not sure I, I, if I have a cough drop, it's not actually reducing my urge to cough because I'm still getting the, the like the, the phlegm feeling, but I am swallowing a lot more and that's going away. I notice when I'm busy doing stuff and not thinking about it, the cough does go away. So I know that it's like a nervous... A nervous reaction, but still not sure if the voice is going to be changing back at this point. Um, kind of sounds weird, but it is what it is, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, pardon the clickety-clacks. I tried my best to cough basically every every ounce of phlegm in my body out before this. Um, that didn't go great. Did almost throw up while I'm trying to make myself cough, but you know it's all right. I didn't do it into the uh, into the open laundry machine. Laundry machine. What the fuck? Open washing laundry. What laundry washing machine for clean clothes? Um, so that that's a plus. Also, didn't throw up. You may also hear the uh, wonderful sounds of wind yet again. Um, not sure what's going on there, but it's a veritable hurricane outside. Not actually a hurricane, not in Florida. Uh, so, whatever, we might get a little bit of that. Got my windscreen on the recorder, though, so shouldn't affect you whatsoever. Just in case, so thought we'd mention it. Anyway... Today we are talking about the I think I think 2018 game. I'm not sure why I always feel it necessary to say what year the game is from as if you can locate that information in like 2 seconds or that that is some of the most pertinent information about any of these games, but it's not. So, I but I think it was I think it was 2018 and then it also came out I think it was like 2018 on Switch, and then I think 2028 came out on other systems. But anyway, the game we're talking about is Zero Gunner 2 Negative for Nintendo Switch, which is the actual name of the game. I, I did a I did a little digging into it, and the I, I don't I think it actually is Zero Gunner 2 
minus or something. I think minus. The, anyway, I guess the reason that, that that symbol is there and it, it is supposed to be there, it's not just the stylization of the logo, is that apparently they, the, the developer of the port couldn't do a straight-up port for some reason. I... I don't understand technicalities like that. But they couldn't for some reason, and uh, as a result, the hyphen or negative symbol or minus symbol. I, You know, zero gun, zero gun or two n negative is what I'm going to go with. I, 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 It sounds like the most unwieldy. I think it adds the most to the already kind of long and shitty name. But... What is Zero Gunner 2 negative for Nintendo Switch? It is a port of a 19, no, 2001 Psycho shooter. Um, you play as a helicopter, which is pretty cool. Now, Psycho is a uh, company that is responsible for 1945 Strikers, or Strikers 1945 series, um, Gunbird, and... Some other shooters, like Zero Gunner, obviously. But they, they you know, they're, they're, they're apparently a legendary studio. Haven't played a lot of their stuff. Did, did jump the gun or jump onto Zero Gunner 2. Now, Zero Gunner 2 is a helicopter shooter. I, it's tough to draw a distinction on the type of shooting as far as horizontal versus vertical, uh, or in a way, it's almost a twin stick shooter. Why do I say all this? Zero in Zero Gunner Two Negative for Nintendo Switch, you play as a helicopter. Now, the levels there are there's basically there is four scrolling where you know you're moving around, but then also there will be times where you're essentially parked as a helicopter. Now, it's not a twin-stick shooter, even though you are parked in one location, not auto-scrolling, essentially, while even not fighting bosses, because when you press the uh, A button... Sorry, trying to fight back a cough. I figured a pause and some gross mouth noises were probably a little bit better, but maybe not. Anyway, you can press uh, the A button, and I believe the X button. I, I only really use the A button. And then... What that does is it engages essentially the back rudder of the or rudder, the back propeller of the helicopter, and changes the pitch of your helicopter on screen. Now, outside of that, you you can only really move while the gun is pointing at one angle, and enemies come in from every side, and you you're scrolling in different locations. So essentially, the game has you constantly rotating the axis of your shooting movement. And as a result, because you're also pressing the button to adjust the, is it pitch and yaw? I don't think so because it's on a 2D plane, but whatever. To adjust the back of your wing, or the back, the back of your wing, the back of your helicopter, you have limited motion from there, and it does, it does slow down your movement. So what ends up happening is that you are, at least when I was playing it, you're kind of shooting along, shooting along, and then... You kind of have to awkwardly stop to adjust and move your helicopter to then attack further. At first, the game is incredibly frustrating because of this. But what ends up happening is it does 
start to feel a lot more second nature after a while. And it kind of just becomes like a fun layer of bullshit. And uh, in a way that's kind of... It's unnecessary, but I but I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, the the shooter itself, while it has good patterns and I and the ability to change the plane of shooting or axis of shooting or whatever, um, while all that's great, the 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 actual game itself isn't you know a lot to write home about as far as like combo systems and stuff. There aren't a lot of uh, super interesting like weapon level ups or anything. You do level up your weapons as you go, and there are three different ships with three different. They call it optional fire. It's not exactly a bomb, but they kind of end up functioning the same way. Like one of the helicopters throws out like three or four turrets um, that mirror your shooting. Um, another one is just a bunch of homing missiles and stuff. So that ends up. Oh, and then the, the levels are mixed from there as well. So each each uh, helicopter, you're playing the levels in a different order. That adds a lot to the game and, and, and increases the variety, but I I wasn't picking up a lot of uh, like a, a deep combo system or anything like that. Now, I'm sure there is a deeper-than-I-realized combo system there. You are, like I said, collecting energy and leveling up. Um, I'm sure the energy... You know, it's affecting your multiplier, but um, that wasn't really what, what kept me around, I guess, is my larger point. What, what kept me interested in the game is 100% changing the axis of your shooting and that mechanic kind of adding that layer of bullshit on top. Um, like I said, it does feel a little unnecessary because, you know, it, if you were to just give the player twin stick controls, it would be easier to play. It would... I'm hesitant to say it would be more fun because I, I actually don't believe it would be more fun. And given that, like I said, that the, the negative on there entails that they kind of that they had to rebuild the game as opposed to just doing a straight up port. They easily probably could have added the twin stick shooting to the game, but I really do think that they made the right choice and not. Um, it it sort of. Uh, in a way, when you're playing it, it feels like uh, when when you're when you're skateboarding, right? I don't know if you know level of familiarity aside, but you ride you ride your regular stance, which is whatever is most comfortable, being at your left or right foot forward when you're when you're pushing right around. But skating also has switch, which is where you're you know doing the opposite. So if you normally have your left foot forward, you're doing your right foot forward. Um, outs if you aren't somebody who skateboards. You might find that, you know, if you're not competing against somebody the way um, somebody who can switch hit or somebody who, <coughs> I made it this long without the cough, or somebody who, you know, can uh, can box from both stances or can throw a baseball ambidextrously, I you know, I don't know that that happens a lot. I, I guess I don't really follow baseball. But the point is, is that without somebody that you're competing against, it, it might seem like an arbitrary distinction. Or even worse, you know, kind of ass backwards if your goal is to do tricks and stuff. But that 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 added layer is, of course, doubles the, the tricks available. But it also, the when you skate, 
Switch, regardless of how good you are, it's always going to feel less natural. And when you do an activity the way that people do skateboarding, you know, where it's essentially that, you know, it's a huge portion of a lot of, a lot of people's lives, you know, that, that extra layer is not necessary and it makes, you know, doing, I guess, on a base level, the technically most, like, you're probably not going to do the hardest trick you know, switch, but you might actually achieve doing the hardest hardest trick because it is switch. Now, that's a big ramble to basically say that, you know, if you did the twin stick shooter thing, it really would take a lot from, take away a lot from what is the appeal of Zero Gunner to negative for Nintendo Switch. Outside of that, a couple of other real fun things. All the English is broken as fuck in it, which is kind of fun. Um, just weird, like, terms that make sense, like, initialize all settings or something like that. Was the one that I wrote down. I, I'm too lazy to grab my phone and look at my notes. But it, instead of, like, reset to default, it's, like, initialize all. And, and it makes sense. And at first I kind of thought maybe they were trying to do something fun um, with the sort of, like, military theme. Because, you know, eh, when you're with the helicopter, you're not fighting lots of, like, aliens and shit. It's, you know, it's jets. It's... It's military themed, and then of course your your bosses are your multi stage mechs and shit like that because they gotta be. But uh, you know, it, there isn't a lot of a uh, lot a lot of a lot of different enemies and such. So one thing with Zero Gunner, Zero Gunner Two is actually a game that I had played uh, in college. A very very long time ago, uh, not right when it had come out of, but not a huge time later in college, we had uh, purchased a Dreamcast. Now, one thing to know about the Dreamcast, if you don't know, is that if you are if you do get the right model, which can be determined by a number in a box on the bottom of the system. Now, if you were to get a one, I believe. If I remember correctly, the system with the one is one that allows you to play uh, C CDRs. You play ISO disc images of games on CDR. Now, in college, I'm not going to say that I was sailing the high seas, but I did get a lot of letters from housing regarding my internet usage and the volume basically letters that said look man we know what you're doing fucking cut it out but anyway i digress uh the point is is that in college we had burned a cdr of you know basically every dreamcast game available and then just started playing through whatever now, when Zero Gunner 2 came up, and I remember it because I remember it as that fucking helicopter game that sucks shit because I didn't know any better. And we had Marvel vs. Capcom 2 to play. So, you know, our priorities weren't entirely out of whack. I'm still ashamed of myself for not giving it another chance. But it, this was also 
near the peak of uh, Geometry Wars, and twin stick shooters were on the brain. And it was not far from being ranked very highly at that worldwide. So twin stick shooters were definitely a focus. And I was not having the mechanics of the game at all. But now as an older man and more mature, more refined in my games, more willing to deal with some bullshit for novelty's sake, I've got to say that I am glad that I decided to take the chance on the super bullshit helicopter game again. Now, that's always kind of a weird thing too, right? Is that when you get when you when you do sail the high seas of the internet, there is when you are, you know, borrowing CDs from your friend with an intent of, you know, just having an archival copy of a CD that you already owned because, you know, we all buy the discography at the same time. Um, when I was backing up those discographies for archival purposes, I, you know, a lot of bands I would get into that I maybe would have given up on because I would have maybe picked the wrong album to back up for archival purposes of their entire discography that I definitely... There's that wind I was talking about that I definitely, definitely own. Um, but you, you, you kind of burn through a lot of stuff really quickly. Now, that has had the, the awesome effect of getting to go back and... You know, some, some artists has been saved. You, you don't like the initial stuff, but then you find one album... And some of them I've gone back and like only listened to a few hits across a few albums. And then you go back and, and, and wow, what do you know? It, since it was all there and I gave it a shot, I actually kind of do enjoy this artist. That sort of thing happens all the time. But with games, I, I find that every time I, even in like a uh, like an ar archive type thing. Like, uh, you know, any of the various Capcom things. Or even last week, Capcom's arcade stadium if i if i buy the big the big like box set or whatever the the like 20 bucks and you get every game instead of buying them one by one at like two bucks a shot i find that i don't ever appreciate the games very much well i do but i you tend to find one or two and kind of stick with them and then by the end of it you, i'm done i'm not the person that can kind of blaze through them like that and i think that i i, I guess maybe i need to give past Fred Edison some some credit that you know there were a lot of a lot of games that had to be played through and that one was kind of ended up getting pushed to the wayside I feel like too that the ISO was unfortunately uh you know it was in it was in Japanese maybe the game didn't get an English translation I probably should have looked into that before this but whatever anyway you know, enough reasons that you just ignore it and you move on. And it was kind of a fun gift and I, to, to come back to it. Also, I suppose there's some kind of uh, sunk cost situation going on. Because isn't that always the case? You always appreciate something more when when you buy it. As opposed to obtain legal archival copies off the internet for things that you already own physical copies of. Which is already a legal gray area. I don't know. That's cough number two. What what did we do last time? I think we did two coughs. We're gonna beat that one. 
Still haven't finished my first Ricola, so we got time. But what is that, though? Why, why, I mean, it's got to be the investment thing. It's like when you're, when you're a kid and everybody, you don't know anything about anything because you're like six, but everybody has really strong opinions about what kind of bike they have. Like, oh no, man, you don't understand. Huffies are the shit, man. And then you always have like the one kid with like a Schwinn and somehow somebody's like arguing that Roadmasters are the equivalent of a Schwinn when it's like, no, dude. Uh, this one is from the bike shop and is probably going to last 400 years. And that one's from Kmart and is already like the handlebars are plopping down and shit. So I, you know, I'm going to forgive myself this time because, you know, it was, if it, if it had probably been any other game that we abandoned it for other than, a lot of sessions of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and Jet Set Radio. or Jet, That one's Jet Grind Radio. Xbox One's Jet Set. Man, how sick does Bomb Rush Cyberfunk look? I hope that game turns out. Skateboarding and rollerblading and biking together. and They're, they're probably like parkour or something. They're scooters. I don't know. Soap shoes. Like Sonic Adventure 2. What other ones are there that they could put in there? Because, I mean, really, it's probably not other than putting... Well, the more I think about it, the more impressive it is adding all those sports because it's not like you can recycle tons of animations. I mean, I suppose if they have, like, parkour and, and rollerblading, those are you can repeat some of those, but I don't feel like bikes and skateboards really translate too well. I'm sure if there's scooters and I don't know whatever that that game looks like Jet Set Radio. It's, I hope it's cool. Anyway, uh, no. So we have better games to to better games to, to play. Are arguably so, but you know the ones that we thought perceived to be better at the time. And you know college dorm situation. It's hard to argue with Marvel versus Capcom. And then we also had a you know a, a hack of. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo that probably got played a lot as opposed to Zero Gunner Negative. No, Zero Gunner 2, not Zero Gunner 2 Negative for Nintendo Switch TM. That one is only for Nintendo Switch. All The game is also available on, on PS4 and, and Steam. No confirmation on if it's Zero Gunner 2 Negative for Steam. And for PS4. Don't think so. Inexplicably costs more on PS4, which is strange. Don't see a lot of that. Usually it's a Switch tax and the Switch version costs more. Um, maybe the two-year difference. Not sure why I'm really concerned about the pricing. It's like 10 bucks, which is crazy the number of old games that are that are on sale for very cheap on Switch. I it would it would make me feel better if I didn't have Stick drift that I still have not bothered to fix because that made playing Psycho Shooter Zero Gunner 2 negative for Nintendo Switch TM much more frustrating than it needed to be. But it's a pretty good game. I'd check it out. It was on sale. You missed out if if I think. I don't know. 
Use Deku Deals. Or Duku Deals? Deku? D-U-K-U Deals. There's a plug. Use that. That'll that'll track your sales. And you can get on sale for $7.99 like I did. Save yourself $2. Uh... 